those days, once again, John, it was before the groin. You got the jetty there. Yeah, and the the beach was there wasn't a, a hell of a lot of uh, beautiful white sand at Cottesloe until that groin, groin was was uh, put up and it's restored the beach back to what it is today. But it was quite uh, quite narrow. I can remember the the morning I I took my uh, surf life saving bronze medallion. We were running around and doing what young guys do, kicking football and whatever. And uh, I stubbed my toe on. A rock was just underneath the white sand, took the right front part of my big toe right off, just sliced it out because there's blood pouring everywhere and I knew that in the next 20 minutes I had to do 200, two 200 metre swims out with blood trailing. I thought every every shark in the Indian Ocean would probably get me. <laughs> but uh, there was just, and there is today, of course, those uh, rocks still underneath all that sand. It's quite rocky. So here you are. You're, you're walking on the well, not so not so broad beach. What what was the atmosphere of the beach like during the war? Well, I, well, I loved it only seeing and remembering through you know a twelve and thirteen year old kid, not not an adult, and I was uh, doing what young guys do. As I mentioned two or three times, kicking a football or or uh, uh, throwing each other around, and all this you know. Was there was it a popular was, beach though? Were, were there people no. that you had to, you know, sort of look after? I mean, very, very, not a nowhere near the amount of people that go there now because of the fact there was hardly any beach. I mean, North Cottesloe was the, the one that used to to get the crowd down there, uh, and Cottesloe boys were used to call the North Cottesloe area Fairyland because uh, all the attractive girls used to swim at North Cot and get very few coming down to Cottesloe at all. So when you're out on patrol, you have an hour to spare, two or three of you, we'd walk down the the uh, footpath that used to go from the the scooter boats right along through the sandhills down to North Cottesloe. The promenade went all the way through. Was there a sort of competition between the, the clubs? Yeah, we did. With the beaches? Yeah. What, you mean competitive swimming? Well, yes, yeah. just competition between, you know, you've got Cottesloe and Northcott. Well, from 1941 to 1940, until 1946, there was no inter-club competition in this state. But on the odd occasion, uh, as these sub-juniors as we were, we could have a, a bit of a swim and a, a competition against the young fellows from Northcott. That's the only thing that existed during that war, during the, the war at all. It was 1946 before the state championships and then the club carnivals recommenced. So here you go, you sneak your way up to Fairyland. Describe the beachfront to us, because you mentioned the scooter boats, you mentioned Indiana Tea House. Obviously that's changed. People talk of this promenade, and you mentioned you walk along the promenade to Cottesloe Beach. North Northcott Beach. Well, if you started at the jetty... Uh, there were four kiosks. Number one kiosk was the one nearest the jetty, and as you went further north, you came to number four. A number four kiosk was immediately below the northern end of the existing parking area, and that was all Cottesloe. So if you continued on, then you went up through the scooter boat pool and the motor dodge of cars, 
and uh, then straight down the the bitumen path to North Cottesloe, where they had the the public change rooms for male and females on there. Not the most attractive buildings, but they had a lot of uh, a lot of uh, young girls there. 